I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get the Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, you're listening to episode 8.2, Life Experiences and Sports. You can listen to the beginning of the episode in episode 8.1, a real life sports movie. I'd like to give a content warning for any strong language in this episode, and hope you have a nice day, and enjoy the show. Well, yeah, my mom is more like, she's more, uh, like, protective and, like, holds me more, like, she wants to help more. I always tell her that let me figure it out first because she's always not going to be there. That is true. That's one of my things my parents always tell me like, all right, I'm not going to be here for the rest of your life. So, yeah. uh, so pretend I'm not here right now or something like that. Like, that's what they usually say. It's so, true. Because it's true. Because like I said, yeah. uh, your parents are always protective. Like my parents are protective too. Like they always love you unconditionally love. But at the same time, they're not going to be like, God forbid, or when, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, whenever it's time or whatever, I mean, like, they're not going to be a part of your life. Um, so, you got to always, it's it's cycle, it's life, it's pretty much life. You grow up, have a nice loving family, have family, some sort, and I can, you know, people have issues with their own family, but then, you have a family regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have people around you, and people come, come into your life, and then, go away mm-hmm. so like you know in and out and it's part of life it's yeah. really part of life and you can't really depend on a lot of certain people for the rest of your life or your whole entire life you gotta learn how to grow up you gotta learn to um to mature you gotta learn what to do like so you gotta because sooner or later you know if you wanna have your own family or you wanna mentor other people or you wanna grow up through something in your life that requires you know, to inspire the next generation, it requires you to teach something. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, learn what you have, those principles, those foundations, and just apply it to, to yourself and then hopefully to the next generation. Because, you know, uh, it's just a cycle. It's just, uh, like I said, to the, I don't think you have enough money to put in the, um, the to the circle of life if you need to the line. <laughs> I don't have enough money for that yet. Yeah, you, you know, you don't have to copyright. <laughs> this thing's going to kill us. Like, hey, how's it going? Choose music. <laughs> Put it on your Spotify or Apple Music. See, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm looking for interns. I might need a producer. Looking for some interns. Yeah. yeah. You might not get paid for the first <laughs> year or something. But uh, once we get sponsored, then you definitely get paid. But yeah. Click the like button mm-hmm. and subscribe. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's for me, for me personally. You know, I'm grateful to have a loving family, a supportive mm-hmm. family. Um, and, I mean, I know my, it's growing up. Yeah. I mean, if you see the uh, Latino memes on Instagram or Twitter. I'm like, uh, that's my life. That's, that's pretty much what's my life. <laughs> I still have people see when my mom told me about homework. I'm just like, ah, don't. I'm like, I remember my mom. <laughs> I used to have just the, be- like, the best handwriting ever. I have straight, neat, nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm molested, so, you know, you can struggle with the, Ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So uh, I remember hours. If there's not one word I would not understand, or or I was like misspelled, notebook. We put that word twenty million times in a single page. Some word I don't know around. Let's say random, 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 mm-hmm. random. It's uh, it's and then you're always gone, like doing projects, projects or whatever. Um, Literally, mm-hmm. again, the yeah. flashback. <laughs> He's like, oh no! I was like, oh. 
Literally, um... <laughs> Those coming back like, oh no! They're coming back from there. But I'm um, pretty much saying... Oh yeah, like I said, repeating my handwriting, mm-hmm. make sure it's straight, no messy... Mom stop throwing things at me, I'm like, ah! I'm trying! I mean, I get things thrown at me. <laughs> to this day. To this day. To this day. To the day, to the hour, to the minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, uh... When they yell at you, they can... They yell louder. Yeah, yell that at <laughs> you. Know, yep. Everything. He's not understanding. Maybe yell it the, the same bell, way the louder. The chalk plug roll, everything. The chalk plug roll. I mean, I'm saying, and I see kids now. Well, it's it's crazy how much that implies to you as like as a, like as a child. So remember seeing I think on the train or something. Mm-hmm. There was a kid acting up like a little kid. I think it was a, I'd say he was ten, eleven, being very disrespectful, disrespectful to their. Um, his parents, and I was like two seconds away from you know. Like, can I get my It's time. Yeah, that I'm like, <laughs> like, if I was a parent, I mean, I'm like, mine not be that harsh or something, but mm-hmm. I would definitely be strict and discipline dis- dis- my kids. Cause yeah. you know what? I mean, because you see it, kids. I'm not saying maybe their their parents do discipline mm-hmm. them or are strict on them. I don't know. That's their life. I'm not judging all that, but I am judging how. Yeah, how are you gonna let your kid act like that in front of you or towards you too? Like they're your kid, they gotta respect you, and if you have to do some sort of discipline, do it because it's uh, it's ridiculous. You let these kids. I mean, I'm not saying they're it's just bad kids, but like spoil that situation. Spoil kids as well. Like they're spoiled kids. I'm like very like. You talking to me like that or to your parents? Like, whoa, whoa. My mom mom, mom found out. My dad found out. That's what you only get a square up. Let's go, kid. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Because, you know, it's, uh, like I said, um, because, um, like I said, they're, they're the next generation. They're the ones that are going to grow up and they're going to be coming after you Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, the next cycle and the next generation. So you want to, have that good character in them because this world this world definitely needs more better people and better character um, but better judgment too wise mm-hmm. so you wanna it starts from us teaching the next generation teaching them from young being better person being gentlemen being ladies all of that respecting one another so you know yeah. so definitely like I said that's many life lessons hey from being uh, yelled at <laughs> by my mom and dad, or getting, you know, the chocolate being thrown at me. Hey, I mean, like, it, it, it made me a better person in terms of, you know, character wise. And, I mean, you can't complain, really. Yeah. Like I said, I came from, actually, uh, from school, my high school, because my little brother left his homework at mm-hmm. uh, our house, and then they dropped it off. And then I was in the office, and there was a mom talking with a counselor, and she was, like, distressed. She was, she was all, she was upset. She was saying, and I was overhearing a little bit, she was saying, my kid, I always tell my kid, when he gets back home, does he have homework? He always said no. I, I, he's very um, rebellious. He doesn't listen to me or anything. And and the counselor looked mm-hmm. at the grade, like, yeah, you know, they always give him homework every single day. And this is why he, he failed last semester, why he's going to fail again. And the mother was like, I don't know what to do and everything. And it, it feels bad because, you know, she is your mom. Mm-hmm. She is, you know, who is helping you out. She wants you to do good. And you just treating her like that. Hey, I don't know. For me personally, I don't know what his life is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what challenges or what he's going through. That came towards that. 
like just seeing that moment right there is kind of like hey kind of kind of kind of sad too at the same time like i said this world's not perfect yeah i have some you know like i said my family isn't perfect i think no one's family is perfect we all have our own demons yeah we all have our own struggles we all have that black sheep in the family or something mm-hmm. So like so now, but if you have the moment to at least help each other and make them a better person, then great. But if you have family members or someone you know really are just not good at all, then you always want them, you know, always get the help you need. But there's sometimes, you know, you gotta cut ties. Yeah, let people fall. You gotta let people fall and let them rise up again. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's gonna be a little bit too late. And then you're always gonna feel the consequences afterwards long term short or long term so it's really comes down obviously information of you know understanding and learning what your family's been through mm-hmm. learning being grateful what they're doing and hey your parents might not be good they might hey you could be a single uh child you might not have no siblings or you might not have no parents at all or you might only have one of them so i could um everyone's situation is different i'm just saying my my back my story mm-hmm. i can't talk for behalf for everyone but uh like i said it's um it's it's nice to understand the struggles seeing what they've been through mm-hmm. and how they apply it to you nowadays like hey where was it it was rough back then <laughs> i was my mom was telling me how like she used to be lefty too and then like and in the schools like they, they used to go you know amazing. slap them it's hey Good thing she had me um, 30 years later. Or, in the yeah, States. Yeah, in the States. <laughs> My hand's fine. My nice hand. Anyway, yes. Hey, you guys sponsored by um, hand modeling. <laughs> 50% off for uh, nail polish. Link in the bio. But yeah, pretty much here. And, uh, and, uh, and going back to immigration is why. Yeah. And it's you go back and see what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like also, I had this conversation with my my dad, saying how my uncle is visiting us right now. He he's now he moved from Colombia to Spain for mm-hmm. twenty years now too. The whole family kind of migrated out. Colombia is like my grandparents still. But um, I was just saying that back then he could have easily uh, instead of going to Spain, he could have easily come to the United States and and, and instead of my well, my cousin were born girl my cousin were born in Colombia I, they could have been born here or they could have been born in Spain so it really couldn't there's a lot of what ifs yeah. a lot of what ifs that's life that is life and I think uh, and that's one thing I was thinking the other day you know like what if this would have happened or I mm-hmm. made this decision or my family did this chose this over that um, who knows yeah right now like so we only live in the present right now we gotta take advantage of what we have right now and just go forward because like I said your past is what makes you who you are mm-hmm. your situation right now is what will define you later on in the future so that's what I usually look at like in college like I you can make some dumb mistakes in college or something happened you gotta realize the mistakes you made and you can't go back ah I regret doing this and that yeah you, you gotta hey you're, you're, no one's telling you what to do in life. No one's really dictating what to do. It's your life, your own version mm-hmm. of sins, I would say, for real life. And you got to go out there and, and um, face whatever demons you have or um, struggles you have or 
or what dreams you have and you want to pursue it. So, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that like our parents, we have they have a lot of dreams, and we were the main focus of their dreams. Who fault is that? Their fault. Why are you saying that for? No, it's more like a joke. Like I've uh-huh. seen a joke with like a parent. It was like my parents gave birth to me without my, my, my permission, and then it was like now I got to get a job. Take care of my mental health and pay bills. I mean, every time we start talking about that, you realize that um, the process of actual reproduction, how it's just one out of a million of sperm. Yeah. Into the egg. And I had to win that race. Well, yeah. You won that race, you won. That's funny me. Hey, you realize if we didn't win that race, we would have been who we are right now. So. Stressed out and broke? I don't know. <laughs> a whole different Zeke, bro. A whole different person. Could have been a female. Could have been someone else. Could have been rich. Could have been I, don't think, I don't think it would have been rich, but it would have been worse. <laughs> regardless. Hey, if you believe in reincarnation, who knows? You could come back in your life. Everyone have done a world to live in. <laughs> it's been on fire. Mm-hmm. Either World War Three. First of all, it's like literally 50 degrees, 70 degrees. Well, now it's finally cold in January, but really it was like 50, 70 on New Year's Day. Like, yeah, it was like, somebody was like, um, winter came on color people time. We're <laughs> 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 well, about 54 minutes in. No, we could talk more. I mean, yeah. um, How much time you got? Hold up. Uh, I'm gonna meet up with my girlfriend. Word. So I leave my phone on Dubai. Wait, I'll be back. Um. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or? Oh no. Thank you. This is episode eight. We could do another part and expand something else. We could could you make could do one episode with different people. Like clips of, of everyone about a topic. You never seen like those episodes, like you know the Fine Bros, like the yeah. reactions they they just get clips of people mm-hmm. reacting the same thing. You have that. You can have one question and people can react to it. Yeah. Have a second. What's that called? Re- well, you can't use reaction. I'm assuming you'd be talking to other people. You just say like, oh, question of the day, mm-hmm. and those people reaction and see how they respond, and then make that as in. As one episode, should really be your your producer. <laughs> I'm looking for unpaid interns. <laughs> <laughs> but when it blows up, we all gonna be there. Like here, we made it. I ain't gonna know nobody. My ex super different. I'm like new phone, who this? New life, who this? Next room is at seven oh eight. Greatest in the world, greatest in the world. Yeah, how do you feel about Carmelo? Yo, I'm happy for him, bro. Mm. I'm really happy for him. He could have to say I'll say. That's <laughs> good, though. I, mean, I feel like, um, well, I mean, I'd say really, for me personally, i say for uh, like a athlete or like some player to to be great they have to be in the right situation yeah and the right supporting cast the right coaches it's it really goes i mean 
on him being the Rockets or the Thunders, it didn't work out considering his playing his punk style, a lot of ISO, mid-range. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the uh, analytical things nowadays in sports. Um, I mean, I get why Houston, well, I mean, I feel like they just abandoned ship quickly when they, they released him back in that first month of, of the season. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, they didn't really mesh well. I yeah, mean, but I feel like because of that, people were just judging him. I mean, mm-hmm. he still have he's better than a lot of players in the NBA. Yeah, a lot of players, and I know his, they say his ego. You know, once he started, or I understand that. But uh, like I say, he has to be find the right place, and and I say Trailblazers. I mean, I would say he really really came alive though. I mean, not like prime Melo, but he yeah. showed that he he's still putting up numbers. He's still being you know showing a dedication to the game and uh, it's great to see him coming back it's great to see him back I, I mean I'm happy for him though because uh, he did have a lot of left in his tank mm-hmm. left but like you said it depends on where you play in the situation around you it's like football too yeah you see QBs or whatever if you're not if you have bad if you have bad coach or bad players or offensive linemen around you you're gonna fail you're, if you're really set up to fail yeah I feel like that's why a lot of number one picks. I mean, they say that if you're a number one pick, you have, to, you have to make that team better. But you're still young, still learning. But if you're not putting that system around, you know, growth, development, um, supporting cast, mm-hmm. that you are set up to fail. Yeah. And um, for example, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, oh, Jared Goff, well, number one pick during the league 2016. Or, or 2015, Literally, he had Derek Fisher, which is the most he, who has the most losses in NFL history. And he went bad. It was bad, and people calling a bust. But like, if you have a bad coach, not a good team around him, then how you think he's gonna succeed when he's still learning the yeah. game from college to? And then yeah, and then once he brought in the um the, the next coach, forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Well, like a younger coach, but more, you know, he was clearly way better. They literally made that Super Bowl run, and then they turned him to like a MVP, uh, MVP, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, caliber um, player. And like I said, it really come, it comes down to that. And also, thing like another example, I would say Zion Williams. Yeah. In New York would have, based on the old like picks, mm-hmm. they would have gotten him for the one pick, but they, they would have done nothing. He, he's coming back from injury. He's coming yeah. to play this year. Last time he's come out, he'd be back. But uh, I feel like if he went to the Knicks, I would think they would rush him or something. Yeah. I feel like he would have, he would not have been. Because, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I just had that sense of the Knicks. Yeah, you know. Knicks going to mess it up. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it really comes down to uh, mm-hmm. player situation-wise. Because uh, I think if you, I think that goes to everyone, too. Um, human, uh, like for us in particular, like we're put in a situation where we can exceed, we exceed, like mm-hmm. ideal situation. Um, like for me, I would say, uh, I'm trying to think of an example where I could. Um, My man Luca about to be the future. Oh man, I, I people doubt him too, but he, he's definitely gonna be. Um, I was thinking like a second co-star. Well, if Porzingis steps up, I mean, I know Porzingis is coming from the injury and all that, yeah. and, and his numbers are 
I mean, if you could put up that number before you got injured, injured like the next, then that'll be on like that'd be like in two or three years. Like other, yeah. For example, like what teams that would you um? I will say the Cleveland Browns this year. I'll say they had all the stars. Mm-hmm. Beckham, um, Mayfield was coming out from a good rookie season. But they brought in this coach with no experience and mm-hmm. bad, no leadership skills, all that, and then they completely, completely, then they didn't even make the playoffs. So shows you that uh, players that are put in bad situations will yeah. do bad, and it goes to humans too. Like we're put in a situation, we don't know what to do with no guidance. Like all right, just start doing this uh, essay or start working on this or project online or your office work or whatever, and then you're set up to fail. Yeah. So you always want to have that great sporting cast to those who are actually willing to, you know, either train you or help you out in some sort of way mm-hmm. and, and, and have that system that will definitely benefit you. So when people say quarterback uh, system quarterback, I mean, that's CB. I say they call Tom Brady a uh, system quarterback or whatever. I'm saying, I don't say he is, but I'm saying that he had been beneficial and great coach. Yeah. He has the talent. Like, in order to have those long Super Bowl runs. You have, to, you have to be able to execute the plan anyway. Yeah, you got it. You're the one doing the plan. So, not everyone, you're not throwing the balls. Mm-hmm. Like, not any, it's not like you just throw a ball and guarantee a touchdown. You still got to, you're still going to against top competitors for a reason. So, I mean, you always got to still execute on what you said, which is a great point. And, um, but have, like I said, that pass around you, that system around you, which, Helps you guys too. But I mean, yeah, like I said, going back to Melo, I feel like the, they needed him at that point. The mm-hmm. Trailblazers Blazers were doing poorly. They started yeah. off bad season. And then they, I don't say they were desperate, but they needed someone to like spark the team. And even though they're not doing great as last year, well, I mean, it's still a long season. But they have, I would say, their record have improved. Uh, Melo have been teams player of the week. And it shows that, hey, Melo still got it, you know what I mean? So, and you just need to find the right system for his play, because mm-hmm. everyone's different. Yeah. And you can't just put any team together and just hope, like, the best teams. Like, it's, it doesn't work like that. I mean, I mean, for Golden State, I mean, they had the best players, but, like, Curry had a sacrifice or for KD. Clay had a deliver the shots, but, like, like I said, it, it really depends on who's the coach, too, mm-hmm. and how the system played out, because it's not always guaranteed to um, produce success, especially for veterans mm-hmm. or um, emerging stars. But look for Luca, like, literally, Luca's essentially, he's a franchise player. Yeah. But uh, they just, I mean, he's he been playing professionally for three years before coming to the NBA, but he's yeah. still 19, which is a great help. So he's kind of, he's already proven himself being MVP in the uh, EuroLeague. Um, but, um, like I said, like, the Dallas got a nice pass around him, but mm-hmm. since, but Blaster was more of, like, a one, I would say you depend on other people because it's just one ball. So usually it comes down to one player, but he ha- he has that, that, that mentality of, hey, you know what, you got, you got the skills, you got the keys, the, uh, I would just put it that he's a franchise player, so mm-hmm. you know, just give him the ball and he, he'll do something with it. So, but uh, it shows that, so, you know, say if you put some, like Trey Young, 
Trey Young, he's nice, but he has nothing. He has nothing, exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a situation where I'll, that's where I'll try to compare. Like, he, um, yeah, he has really has nothing. And that, I mean, kid is putting up like 40, 40 shots already. I mean, not 40, 40 points. And mm-hmm. he's going to, like I said, it's going to be exciting in the next few years because, you know, LeBron sooner or later is going to retire. Retire. A lot of emerging stars already. Like, to be honest. I mean, he's still young, though. He's like 26. When he starts making consistent shots, it's over. I think it's been over. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, he's still 10, 15 years. Or George Weaver. Yeah. AD. Still, a lot of stars still. Yeah. But like I said, when it really comes down to... um, Curry and Clay ain't that old. They're in their early 30s. Well, well, I mean, they both are both are going to be... um. I say both. Um, both are gonna be um, fresh and healthy. Mm-hmm. Warriors will come back next season. Ah, it's gonna be interesting though. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But I mean, this year, like I said, honestly, I don't know. I'll say I want LeBron to get a chip because you know, get four. Because um, he clearly is the best player. Who who do I? The question to you now: Jordan or LeBron? Who's the goat? Um, say, say LeBron. You say LeBron? Yeah. I would want to say LeBron, but I have to go give it to um. But for whatever reason, nobody else won the nineties but Jordan and Hakeem. Well, Hakeem won because Jordan wasn't. wasn't <laughs> well, he came back halfway too. They well, wasn't Hakeem, there. Hakeem is what? He was a college champ, dominated too. Yeah, but I don't know. This is a good thing that every time LeBron leaves a team, the team destroys well, I mean, itself. LeBron has the numbers, stats wise, yeah. better points, assists, at least assists, rebounding. But I think Jordan just got better awards, like probably more MVPs, mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year, first team, all that, All Stars. I feel like LeBron can do a lot more than Jordan. Yeah, if he has more chips in him. He had more, if he had six championships or more, mm-hmm. then I would say, alright, give it to LeBron. But chips are everything. Yeah, Bill, that is true. Bill Russell has 11, and nobody says he's a GOAT. That is true, that is true. Because, <laughs> um, that is true, that's 100% true. I mean, he has the most amount of chips, right, Bill Russell? He has 11. He has 11. He doesn't have enough fingers for his chips. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I will say... And then you have, like, someone like Will Chamberlain, everybody says he's nice, but he has, like, two or three? Oh yeah, three, three. Because um, um, Michael Jordan came. Oh, no, not Michael Jordan. Um, Kareem. No, um, Magic Johnson. Oh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson came in and they had a nice um, viral um, had a good uh first couple of eight years against the Celtics. Yeah. Larry, Larry Bird. Cause they used to say Michael was a Magic until. I mean, Michael, yeah. like, literally, the 80s were Michael, no, not Michael, Magic, Bird. Magic, Magic and um, Bird. Those yeah. were the 80s, and then the 90s was Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then 2000s. 2010s. 2000s were good, though. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe, the Spurs, Celtics. Shaq. Yeah, the early, the Lakers, yeah. And, he, and what did he win with the Heat? And then, and then Heat early on, and then the Warriors came on. 
Yeah, I'm still remembering that um 2015, 2000, no, 2014, 2015 the Warriors team. Yeah, it was just I mean just the start of something, so the start of something, dynasty. Well, I think LeBron, I think as LeBron retires, he's gonna get more of the credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, stats wise, he's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. I'd say he will break the all-time career points wise. I think that's immensely legacy too. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, it's just skill wise and everything. We all know he's the best player. And then let's say Kareem he's the best player. Yeah, he Kareem never had six. Yeah, but huh? Kareem, Kareem, he has six rings also. You want to say he's the best player? Yeah, sure. I say based on skills wise, skills wise, and all of that. Uh, I just gotta give it with Jordan a little bit. Just, just, it's just very easy. I'll say after he finished his career, dang it. And also, you can play different times and all that, but. But he, LeBron playing against zone now. Compared to. Man, I know, you got the three ball. All that, so. I remember this time during the early 2000s. Um, um, not Jordan, um, LeBron was. He used to go just bully himself way to the, to the, to the basket. But now with zone, you can't do that. But. Hey, times are changing. Like the game changed, so you have to change the game. You know, uh, um, baseball. There's a lot of players that don't change their game in some way, or the way they hit, and mm-hmm. then, then like I said, you get easily replaced. Though. That's that's the cruelty of sports that you get easily, easily replaced. Like I've seen some highlights on Instagram. I see some players like five years ago, like, oh, I th- is he still in the league? And I look up, like, here's the and like, I look it up, and like, three years ago, be like, oh, he's not in the league. And then he leaves him for like four years or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like a lot of, like I said, I mean, every year there's always some new player that's younger, fresher, mm-hmm. um, better contract wise, because that's the NFL, which I think. That's a problem with that team. We have to go on with the NFL saying how. That's not his own problem. Yeah, has their own problems. But first thing I'll say with the Nuggets and contracts, and that's where that's where mm-hmm. it's in. Really, I've been reading. Maybe like getting. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> be like players are paying over a hundred million, but they only got like guaranteed fifty million, which is really, I mean, NBA. Full guaranteed contracts. Full. Yeah. Um, um, the uh, Major League Baseball, um, they have no salary cap, so they can literally pay them over. Well, they literally did four hundred million with the Jags paid with the uh, paid um, Garrett Cole. If I'm not bringing up the name wrong. Well, his name's a little Lamelo, but the crazy too. I don't know. I remember I was seeing yeah out of high school it's like. Um, like the hype around him and the fact yeah. that he's ball going. When him and Zion played against each other, that was a cool game. Yeah, what was it too? Um, um, yeah. Um, the family business. <laughs> I, I remember where everyone was trying to get the sneakers, like six hundred dollars sneakers. I was like, I don't have it. What was the brand called again? Big Baller Brand. Yeah, Big Baller Brand. That's. But. Yeah, like I said, new up-and-coming year happened. That's a distraction. Just like they had a general thought. There was a five-year-old who got a college scholarship for playing drums. Well, yeah, the scholarship for being everything. Mm-hmm. Like five. <laughs> yeah, because you don't. If you start playing well at five years old, then imagine <laughs> if you could play for the next four years and you'd be playing to be like a master. 
The kids, they have a scholarship for 2032. Because you always want the next big thing. Yep. Next big thing. Yeah, this alien came to my mind. Like, let me see that before I forget. Hang on, firm one sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just felt like they really got this first contract. I mean, that's they already got the mission with them because you really. And their furries are so, so short. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, probably burst at some point. But, um. Yeah, they're, some careers only last like two, three years. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're getting on like a quarterback or, or a kicker, you'd rather be a kicker and have a job for 20 years than. All you gotta do is kick and just don't miss. Well, yeah, if you miss, you still get cut because there's so many people playing football that like, all right, next man up, come up. Unless you're not like that a household name or something or very good, then there you're not gonna get paid or something anymore. Though, and and you see the side effects, the CTE mm-hmm. and all that. And it's crazy. You gotta put your whole body and future just for two years of football and then. Mm-hmm. Get cost and a lot of a lot of athletes, like star athletes, are retiring early. Like Luke, uh, Luke um, Kuhn, I believe, like the Carolina Carolina Panthers. Uh, he retired this week, age twenty eight. Rob Gron- Gronkowski also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of these stars are early. You know, look, their bodies and all that, which is understandable, but you know they got to be. Something more done for like for the players, mm-hmm. I would say. So, if you have kids, play golf. <laughs> you make a hell of a lot of money. And you can play golf until like a ninety. Yeah, I was. I still do watch golf too. And I remember when uh, I was watching the Masters and mm-hmm. Tiger Woods one last year. I find it intriguing because I usually because I play Wii Sports. That's how. Like who? Yeah, actually, it looks easier than it is, but it's hard. <laughs> Uh, I I tend to watch golf and then yeah, they do get paid a lot of money. So if I had kids later on in the future, I'll be be the best golf coach ever. But I'll be miserable. <laughs> I'd make sure I'll try out any. I'll, I'll try. I'll make sure they try all sports. <laughs> and if they're gonna win, it's probably I don't do sports. <laughs> but still, it's still money. Every day, put a chessboard in front of the Yeah, but what's the percentage of being a professional sport athlete? Like one percent. Not even less than one percent is almost being like a superstar. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard work that it comes from. So they said the greatest tennis coach is now played tennis. Samina um um Samina's dad. Oh. Yeah, um the so they the the Williams sisters came yeah. from Compton, California. They they got nothing. They came up and Hey, shout out to the uh, Williams sisters. Yeah, but this girl won everything. Yeah, dude, they are, they are. Uh, Selena's almost gonna gonna win. She almost gonna break the record for the mm-hmm. most amount of grand, um, not grand slams, but major wins, open mm-hmm. wins. Oh yeah, those are another two that. Hey, their dad is also their dad. There's one video that um, what's his, his name again? You know his name? Who was the guy? Yeah. No. I go to Richard Williams. Uh, but I saw a clip saying how they were they're getting popular at like mm-hmm. 14, 13, so on like a news um, station um, were interviewing them. I believe Venus Williams, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one question was like, 
I know you're good and all that. People saying you're good, but why you think you're good? Why you think you're good? And she didn't. She was smiling all that. All you know, she's young and all that, but she didn't know what to say. And she was like, "Why do you think you're good? Why? What do you have?" Or like, it was a way like saying like, like, what makes you? It was a way that I, the question was more like, "What makes you special?" Yeah, what makes you special? Like, why are you good? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, what do you have? Like, and then and then and then after that, like the dad, her dad came in, like and saw the interview, like, "Why are you telling her now? But she's still young. You think she, like she." Like, you're pretty much protecting herself mm-hmm. from, like, I say, say that self-doubt or, like, you know, like, her overthinking what she has, like, what makes her special. But, I mean, they're so young, and then I know there's kids her age, seven-wise, mm-hmm. or, you know, their parents are always hard on them. Yeah. And they're always like, you gotta do this, you gotta, you know, and, they, and they'll be mentally, mostly be mentally drained out. And once they're mentally drained out, it's over. Yeah. And so, and it's, I like the clip how she was quite telling the guy, like, you start, this interview is over because you, she's so young, why are you asking these questions? Because I see his point of view saying, hey, you're going to create that doubt in her, she will kind of like, oh, Barb's special? I mean, then it's like said, mental health, you always got to check on your mental health because it's always real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and the length that he went to, to create two world, world champs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Barbara Lewis. Barbara Lewis. So I actually put your only I might wait to actually got like your only story we will come together again. If that ever happens. I think it will. I mean, at some point in the winter. I mean, when we come back in fall. So, yeah. I mean, I'll still be back. I mean, who, I mean, you and Kat, I might still be here. Then is Ferreras is gonna be is he gonna be here? Not a chance. Alright, so I guess it's closing. Yeah, close the sentence. I mean, anything you got, anything you want to plug in or no? No, just so, like, thank you for having me here of today. Course. Taking the time out on your day off. I appreciate it. I mean, I know you put in a lot of work for this. It's, it's nice to share your own stories. So yeah. Just, you know, explaining your thoughts and reasons. So I'll say thank you for that, having mm-hmm. me here today. And yeah, like I said, enjoy life. Of course, that part two in the episode one will come sometime. Enjoy life. Like Season said, three. Yeah. Uh, have, enjoy what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have those dreams, go after those dreams, really. And, um, and like I said before, like it's life, and you're going to have your ups and downs. Guarantee, it's a guarantee you're going to have ups and downs. Yeah. But uh, you can dwell on them and then, like, you know, don't go anywhere. Don't look, always look back from your past, mm-hmm. learn from that experience, and just keep going moving forward. Because if you're going to stay behind, don't do anything, not improve yourself or look mm-hmm. at new options. Like, I mean, I understand people might not feel they have any, any other ways to go, but there are people that's always there for you. There are people that, um, 
love to help you out. And mm-hmm. there are people that will just take you down regardless. And you might be, you know, not doing anything. And people will are, are, are will be hating or find ways to take you down. But mm-hmm. you always got to be a step ahead. You got to take that motivation, take the experience, and move forward. Because mm-hmm. in the end of the day, it's your life. Yes. And um, no one's telling you how to live. No one's making your own decisions. So um, you play out the way you want to make it, mm-hmm. your life play out. Because the only thing I'll say is don't have regrets. If you start having regrets, then you know, you you know, then you're not gonna be satisfied with whatever you've done. Yeah. So that's one thing I'll say: never have regrets. So mm-hmm. if you have start having regrets, then then it's just gonna creep into your mind and it's just gonna mess you up. So for me personally, if there are moments I look back, I wish I'd done something here or there, but I don't. Don't dwell. Dwell, dwell on them because you know because. It happened, it happened. Mm-hmm. We're not like in the Matrix. Yeah. Or we're not like in Sims or whatever. You can't redo our lives. You just gotta keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Learn from what happened. Like, don't do the same thing. If somebody comes up something similar, like, hey, you know, I was in that same situation before. I'm not making that same mistake. And then sometimes you're forcing people to make that same mistake. But, mm-hmm. like I said, just gotta keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. All right, well, cool. thank you. Thank you for sharing your time, sharing your stories. See you when you come back from Spain in a couple That'll, that'll be the <laughs> travel travel um, episode. episode. Alright. Yes. Subscribe. Well, everything's in bio. <laughs> that brings episode 8.2 to a close. Again, you can listen to episode 8.1 of your last sports movie to get a full context of the episode. And this week, I have my friend Esteban to talk about being a college student and traveling around the world. I hope we continue on that day and hope to see you there.